You're about to drop in to Surfing the Divide. Catch the full wave on all our social media. Where we can be found simply as Surfing the Divide, except for Twitter. Because they're fucking complicated. Right. But on Twitter, we are at S-U-R-F-I-N-T-H-E-D-I-V-I-D-E. Did I spell that right, Jeff? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, on Twitter, uh, we are somewhat active, but we're old people, and we'll try to be more active. So follow us. We'll follow you back uh, and see what your world's about. You can also check out our Facebook page. On our Facebook page, there's a lot more going on than just our show. That's where you can see entertaining posts, news articles, things that we do talk about on the show, and things that may or may not make it to the show. And... Um, you can also give us suggestions of what you want to have us discuss on our show. If you check out our SoundCloud page, one difference that you'll find in like there is you can actually find every single one of our episodes. Yeah, during uh, the episode on SoundCloud when you're listening, there's a time bar. And anywhere on the time bar while we're talking about something, if you have a comment, you can type it right in and post it on the timestamp. And then we'll see that and we will comment back to you either on SoundCloud or it may be referred to in an upcoming episode. We've recently found out that our RSS feed can also be found now on Podcast Addict. So if that's an app you like to use a lot, we are also on there now. That's magic. Don't forget Stitcher. Um, We are on Stitcher. And on Stitcher, if you would take the time to give us a review, that helps uh, through their process that will help push our show to other listeners so help us by giving us a review so that we can keep bringing you great content well that's enough pleading with you guys to help us out so help us out yeah std spread it enjoy the show we are going live with surfing the divide in three two in a galaxy Closer than you think. Two men and a revolving crew of miscreants bounce from one rock to another, searching for truth, a good time, and the square root of 42. Reach the streets, ride the wave, you are now serving the divide. Blake, one of the webinots from Surfing the Divide, here with a quick disclaimer. Uh, unfortunately, well, of course, we have this large backlog of episodes we're trying to edit and get out to you, and we had some audio problems with this one. Uh, about halfway through, you're going to start to hear some echo, so uh, we didn't want to lose this episode completely, and just want to let you know that this episode is for the super fans. Hi, thanks for listening. Uh, we didn't want long time man time travel along with us and uh see if you can make it through the echo. We will see you on the other side. Spread it. Hello, welcome to Surfing the Divide. Um it's the beginning of December. I don't know when you're actually listening to this, Christmas but Christmas time is <clears throat> here. My birthday is here. Jeff's birthday is here. Yep. <clears throat> It'll be the big 35. 
Is that considered legit mid-age, like middle-aged? Yeah. yeah, you officially just hit middle-aged, bro. Welcome so, to the club. So I'm actually middle-aged? Yep. I'm, <clears throat> I thought I'd be a little more successful by now. How many feet? Huh? How many feet? How many feet what? Lower do your balls hang now. <laughs> Let's just say I gotta wear either knee pads or ball pads. Yeah. Because they keep fucking hitting each other. Yeah. I, uh, I made this, like, little hammock thing that I put across the toilet seat now to, like, hold my balls like a hammock to keep them out the water, you know? <laughs> fucking hammocks are tight, so... Yeah. No, I really do though. I've been hearing everybody talk about po on podcasts lately about bidets, and bro, as soon as I have the time, finances, and opportunity, that sounds like a winner. Cause fucking, they say, even if it's a flushable wipe, it's not really flushable, and it's clogging your shit up. And I fucking got a hairy butthole, man. The older you get, the hairier it's gonna get, and I get sick of that shit, bro. So I think, I think them watering your butthole people are right, basically. Yeah, so, <clears throat> like, I agree. Like, it only makes sense that, uh, like, dry wiping shit off your butt can't get it all off. Right. Just, like, like not using cleaner on your countertop's not going to get right. the fucking shit off of it. Exactly. <clears throat> but, uh, got to wonder about the pressure on those. Like, I think if I was going to have one, I'd need it to be fucking, like, a super soaker. Like, fucking, <laughs> right. like, high pressure. My question is, like, where, do you just, like, completely undress? Or is this shit just, like, spraying all over your clothes? Are you getting secondhand water splashed with possible fecal metals on your shoes? No, I think it's a small stream that just hits right in the butthole, man. Yeah. Just, bam. Mm. I guess you got to be... Very um, <clears throat> acute of your ass and asshole placement as you are sitting on the toilet. Right. That's crazy. Like, you may have to aim it, make some marks on the seat. Yeah. Make sure you, you put your ass in the fucking target zone. Mm-hmm. What I want is a Bluetooth bidet so <laughs> that I can control it from my phone. <laughs> and that way, if anyone... Is like we're having a party and they go into my fucking bathroom, then I can fucking just bidet their shit right in the face. Like Jeff, if a dude's standing in there pissing. Jeff, just, I'm about to. Pow! I'm about to blow your fucking mind right now. You're not ready for this. <laughs> uh, so, this chick who is the inventor of HelloTushy.com, the product they sell that they're advertising on podcasts now, she was just on Joey Diaz's podcast, The Church of What's Happening Now talking about it's a portable bidet and guess what they designed it to look somewhat like a phone so people would think it was like easily manageable or whatever no yes <laughs> <laughs> like basically what you just said this company did now they're advertising it on podcasts a portable bidet yeah i, I don't know, know. If it, i don't know if it's like portable portable like you take it everywhere with you i think it's i think I didn't hear the whole podcast, so I might be speaking out of my ass, but I think that it's portable in the sense that it's not the, you know, a normal bidet is like a fucking project to install, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. And I think this just means it's, like, not that giant... It's a little easier. I don't think it means, like, hey, I'm going to the party. I'm taking my bidet with me. I don't think it's like that. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I was getting at. Like, right. Like, you're carrying around a bidet in your pocket that you've been squirting on your asshole. You're like... And... <laughs> Okay. Like, how sanitary is the case for your pocket at that point? Right. You're like, oh, bro, I forgot my fucking Hello Tushy at the crib. Come borrow your bidet real quick, dog. Just, <laughs> I'll, I'll wipe yeah. it off. I'll wipe it off, man. Yeah, so, like, if it was a man, then you'd have to start carrying around a man purse. And then your buddies would be like, dude, are you carrying around a man purse? And be like, man, I got a portable bidet. I have to have a purse. <laughs> You get you'd get double striked as you stood. Yo, my lifestyle of having a clean butthole requires me to carry this motherfucker. So back off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> well, I get it though. If it's like an accessory that you can put on your existing toilet, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. So, but then I go to question and what's the pressure? Because if it's if it's an accessory the size of a phone, it doesn't seem like it's going to have enough pressure to pressure wash my butthole. Because that's what I want. <laughs> it's fucking... Fucking... Yeah, go ahead and take off that dead layer of skin, too, you know? Yeah, strip strip that shit. And can you add bleach for the ladies? Uh, well, that's what I was just going to say. Hey, you, tr- you really cranked the fucking uh, power washer on that bitch. Just bleach your butthole. There's the new, there's that million dollar idea, Blake. A fucking, a fucking bleach injector for a bidet. Mm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to invest, hit us up. Oh, man. I have a prototype made in a week with a million dollars. Yep. Alright. Okay, so, <clears throat> um,. At the beginning of today's show, I think we're going to do a little bit of science stuff. Um, got a couple of science-y topics. Uh, one is going to be about um, the headline says, Scientists have connected three brains of three people enabling to share thoughts, um, which is something I've heard of before. This is the first time I've seen a, a very legitimate news source reporting it so i want to read this article which i haven't read yet that's fucking nuts let me just say from the get-go holy shit exactly holy shit and after we talk about that we're gonna have some moon news moon news wait 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 we're not having moon news yet i'll wait no I'll you're wait. gonna wait i'm gonna wait that was a teaser all right well then let's go find out all right so <clears throat> Scientists have connected brains of three people, enabling them to share thoughts. I had a discussion with Tara, uh, my fiance, about telepathy. And she was telling me how good it would be if people could be open-minded enough to unlock something like that as just a staple of human existence. Of course, I always play devil's advocate in almost any conversation I have. So I was like, yes, but if people are good, that's good. But there is no utopia. 
So if you have telepathic abilities for everyone, you're going to have crazy people um, that can then insert thoughts into other people's brains. And also, if I could read everybody's mind and what they were thinking about me as I was walking around them, I'd be strangling every motherfucker that I walked by, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, imagine traffic. Traffic would, well, you know what? Benefit, traffic would probably end because, like, the first week of rush hour, there would be so many people killed. <laughs> it would clean up the lanes. We'd be able to just drive to work in peace. I don't, dude, everything would have to so completely change for that to work and everybody not just start murdering each other, I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm so... I'm serious. Uh, Alright, so this is kind of weird, the timing of this. I, you know Ender's Game? Yes. Alright, so it's the movie. I've got Audible, you know, the app with, yeah. with all the books. And yeah. so apparently there's like 20 books in what's called the Enderverse. And Ender's Game was the first one. Um, Did you say 20? Yeah. Holy shit. There's it. There's at least fifteen. Oh man, I want to okay. read that shit now. I've just seen the movie. Yeah, no, Ender's Game's awesome, and then there's <clears throat> there's um, a three book series as the sequel to Ender's Game, and then after that he wrote a book called Ender's Shadow that's about Bean. From the <clears throat> Bean is one of the side characters in the movie in the first book, but Ender's Shadow is the entire story of Ender's Game from Bean's perspective. And actually, the movie Ender's Game is a combination of those two books to make the movie. Um, so it's all the shit. Like, Orson Scott Card's the author. He is a fucking amazing author. Well, the enemy, the, the buggers is what they call them in Ender's Game. I'm actually listening to what's called the Formic Wars, which is the first wars uh, when they attacked Earth. Um, it's a three-book series. I've listened to the first two. I'm about to start on the third one, but... The way the way um, the buggers communicate is telepathically. It's a hive mind. They're like bugs. There's a queen, and then all of the other bugs are like appendages to the queen, and they communicate hmm. telepathically. So in that system, it would work to have telepathy because you still only have one consciousness controlling millions of individuals but at that point they're not even individuals they're right. just extensions it's, of the central they're the borg yeah the basically borg. yeah so with humans and then in the in the books that are after ender's game um it's called uh shit i just finished one of them too um children of the mind Xenocide, and then Children of Mine Unleash. He actually has a big discussion about this part that I'm about to talk about as far as telepathy goes. Is Humans are individuals, right? So for individual sentient beings to start linking up mentally is a conflict because you have your own individual thoughts that you identify with as Blake that makes you Blake. Because the way you think about shit is the way Blake thinks about shit, not the way Jeff thinks about shit. Right. But when you have open telepathy, those are going to get so blurred. And then with 
with today's weird technology, something like what this article is talking about, will allow, and what I was telling the Tara, will allow the kind of scumbags that end up in power mm -hmm. to have the kind of power to go straight into your brain and start changing your individual viewpoints yeah. that make you an individual and might make you into part of a hive mind with them as the right. central the central power base. Here's a scary additive here. Um, you know that link I shared in our group not too long ago about Facebook experimenting with reading your mind. Did you read that? I did not. What, what well, was that about? Here's the gist of it. Uh, they're basically just announcing that they're putting money and the efforts into reading, literally reading your mind. Damn, did they say anything about how? Yeah. Um, it's way back. I can try to bring it up right now, but I know it's way back in our group, so <clears throat> I don't know if you want to just rattle on for a minute while I scroll here. Yeah, if you'll look that up, I'm going to read part of this article because <clears> – <throat> Well, I do want to hit on one thing. With Facebook and Google's AI, they they take like your search history and make a profile of you. Oh yeah, they're already reading your mind in a sense, but this is right. talking, this is talking about going way beyond that. Right. Well, so like this article's talking about direct like thought insertion from one human thinks it, another human receives it as a thought. Whereas what I'm talking about they're currently doing is they're taking all these this metadata and saying, okay, this person has a probability of wanting to search for this item. Let's go ahead and advertise it to him mm -hmm. or her. Um, so with this, I want to read um, – so the, what they did was – an. All right, neuroscientists have successfully hooked up a three-way brain connection to allow three people to share their thoughts and, in this case, play a Tetris-style game. The team thinks this wild experiment could be scaled up to connect whole networks of people, and, yes, it's, a weird, it's as weird as it sounds. It works through a combination of electroencephalograms, EEGs, uh, for recording the electrical impulses that indicate brain activity – and transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS, where neurons are stimulated using magnetic fields. The researchers behind the new system have dubbed it BrainNet and say it could eventually be used to connect many different minds together, even across the web. Welcome to the Matrix. I give it 20 years. That's fucking crazy, dude. Because you got this, you got Tesla doing NeuralNet, which is basically the same thing. And the ultimate end game of this is, in my fucking cynical mind, is the Matrix. Right? It's, I mean, that's, I just, and maybe not as robot controllers, but it could be people just fucking neural netting the peasants, which would be most of us listening to this and talking about this. Right. And, and making them just do mindless shit that they, you know, to keep them busy while they... Do tasks. Dude. Um, have you heard of this Wormwood that's on Netflix? Oh. Baby, do you want to come ch tell Jeff about this real quick? Have you heard about Wormwood? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it basically, um, I don't know if you've gone down the MK Ultra rabbit hole before. 
Um, yeah. The army scientist who threw himself out the hotel window in New York mm -hmm. in 1950 unwittingly was dosed by the CIA. A group of people, basically. A group of guys working for... Um, shoot, they were doing some kind of biological warfare research during, like, uh, the war in Korea. And mm -hmm. trying to, you know, just figure out how people, you know, how people are able to, like, you know, change, what is it, confess things that aren't true or whatever, like, kind of. Yeah, they were, they were trying to use acid as either a truth serum or, um, like a mind control right. serum. It was right. the very beginning stages of MK Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. And this, so the family, yeah, I knew about all that. So the son of the scientist who threw himself out the window basically has been plagued his whole life with trying to understand what the hell happened. And in the 1977, the government finally like came, or no, there was a, uh, the Rockefeller report was, uh, was what, like it was given out or something in 1975 and it indicated an army scientist who, th yeah. out the window or whatever and so the family then because when at, originally when it happened they were just told he 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 accidentally he they said he accidentally jumped out the window jumped or fell yeah out jumped the window. or fell out the window so then when it came around in 1977 that he was dosed with lsd his son basically just was like on a war path to understand exactly what's happened so warmwood is a docudrama meaning that, let me define that real quick too they're doing, like, it's a documentary, but then what he's talking about, they dramatize with famous actors like Peter Sarsgaard and stuff. So there's actual footage and news footage and everything, like, that they're, you know, weaving into this, but it's totally explaining, well, it's putting the MK Ultra out there <laughs> yeah. again, which, um... Well, know. quick, who's the most famous person to come out of MK Ultra? Marilyn Monroe. Well, no, that's... no. Uh, Ted Kaczynski. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Unabomber. The Unabomber. My dog, big or, dog. Or big what about Charles Manson? That's, that's my dude. You know, I you heard know, something about that, about but, I don't, but I don't. I don't know. I know I'm Ted Kaczynski's links to MK Ultra is like super legit. legit. It's yeah. proven. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like fucking yeah, declassified. It's out there. Yeah. He was MK Ultra. I'm telling you, we, we, we talked, we about, talked this about this in the last, in the last episode. episode. The United, United States, States government, government in the 50s and 60s, and 60s was, was fucking crazy, crazy, dude. The, they were doing some shit, shit, man. Yeah, they just got to be a lot quieter about it now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, I think then, I think what happened in the 50s and 60s is that the government came to possess technology, shit like acid. The nuclear, the nuclear shit, shit propaganda, propaganda and TV, TV and computers. They, they, got they got all of this technology, technology and, ability and ability to do things, things but no but knowledge, knowledge of how, how to use it or what to do with it. So they were just throwing shit at the wall to see if it would stick. And in doing it in a 1930s Hitlerian style, like, oh, okay, we can do whatever we want now, you know. We're a world power. We do. We are, We can do what we want. Hey Jeff, I got this Facebook shit pulled up now. So this is from the Guardian. <clears throat> this headline says, "Facebook has 60 people working on how to read your mind." Social Network says it's assembled a team to build technology that also allows you to think commands at your smartphone. 
But what if you think that's scary? Um, decrying how... Blah, blah, blah... Uh, well, well, there was, there I think was, it was Joe Rogan Questions everything, everything, or it was or some, it was show, some at show at that time, where somebody was going around looking at shit, and one of the things it was, was is they went to a place and played a video game, where they put a thing on, and you could think stuff, and it would happen on the screen. And actually, there was a game they were selling at Walmart. You put a thing on your head... And then, and then there was there like a, was like ring, a ring on some on metal, some metal shit. shit, and you had to you think had to the think ring the off the metal shit. Metal shit. Mm-hmm. And apparently well, it worked well enough to be a game you could buy at Walmart. I, I did one of those at a uh, comic book convention one time. So did it work? Did it work? Uh, yeah, I was able to do it eventually. So they, it was so a very sim- it was like the simplest version of that ever. And you basically had to like think the ABCs in order to get it to work. It yeah. Like. Yeah, but so yeah, but wait so, a minute. Wait a minute. I don't care, I don't care how, how like simple, simple it is. It is. Uh-huh. You're thinking something and right. manifesting it in the real world through a piece of technology, okay? okay? And if you know and anything, you know anything about, about like technology, technology like, like whatever, whatever we, have, we have, they've they had, had those quote, quote they, they have had, had for 20, twenty to thirty to years 30 already, already, right? Yeah. Right. You know, like GPS GPS is a good example. example. Common, Common, commonplace now. They've had that shit since the fucking seventies. Right. Um. Um, So, what? Sorry, are you are you continuing? No, I just think this this this, this, they're they're slowly slowly releasing releasing this this mind mind controlling controlling or your your ability to control things with your mind, which is a two way street. If you can do that, they can know what's going on in your mind. They can run it in reverse. Crazy. All of that All ain't of that brand, brand new. new. I think they're just think slowly, slowly releasing it to make it, it mainstream. mainstream. Uh, they definitely do that shit, you know. But it says, Facebook is developing technology to b- read your brainwaves so you don't even have to look at your phone. You just type, instead of typing emails, you just think them. Uh, 60 people, including machine learning and neural prosthetics experts, are gathering together to build such a system. Facebook is currently hiring more brain-computer interface engineers and neural imaging engineers to create a system capable of typing 100 words per minute five times faster than you type on a smartphone straight from your brain. Um, it, it's a developing a system that won't require surgery to implant electrodes. Instead, Facebook plans to develop non-invasive sensors that can measure brain activity hundreds of times per second at high resolution to decode brain signals associated with language in real time. So, so everybody, everybody at one at point, point is going to be wearing stylish, stylish new, new types, types of, hats, of hats, but in the hats, in the hats are going to be these electrodes, electrodes so they can, so they be, can fucking be fucking sending, sending messages. messages. Or, or like an, like Apple, an Apple Watch. Watch. You know what I'm saying? Or like an, or like Apple, an Apple headband. headband. And, now, and now... Well, this says specifically, actually. It goes on to say that it's working with... i got to go back down. No, so they are using optical imaging, using lasers to capture changes in the properties of neurons as they fire to glean words straight from our brains before we say them. If these signals can be read, they can be transmitted silently to other people. What? What? That's fucking That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's insane, bro. So, like, so you like, don't even you have, have to have sensors, have sensors on. These lasers are shooting, are shooting out of your phone, your like, phone into your, in brain. your brain. Dude, what? What? 
That shit that is shit like is cartoon, cartoon shit from when, when I was a kid. Like straight out of a comic book. That shit's more superhero than Captain America, Justin. Just saying. Oh, man. Did you hear what he just said, Justin? He said lasers reading your thoughts and sending emails. Captain America's shield ain't got shit on that. Oh, man. Bro, what about that fucking crazy robot that we were just looking at that video of? That thing's scary as shit, dude. Yeah, so yeah, that's so that's, that's a new that's one. I haven't one. seen, I haven't that, seen one. that one. Um, um that, that looks, looks like the newer version, version of the dog, dog that everybody, everybody saw four or five, four years, five years, ago. years ago. Right. But it's got, but it's got <clears throat> I don't know I don't where know I can't where find I can it. Find Anyways, it's got, but it's got it's got like a weird neck with a fucking thing on it. Like a clamp, like a hand clamp. Yeah, but I it's a prehensile neck and a hand clamp. I want to show, show you this robot that does acrobatics. And then, have you seen Disney's robot? No, I haven't. So Disney has a robot that does insane acrobatics, like flips. They'll throw it off a building and it'll fucking tuck and start flipping and shit and then lay out like a fucking gymnast. The fuck? And it's like Terminator, man. No. Yeah. It's scary as fuck. Yeah. I posted it on social media somewhere, and I was like, I didn't know Disney was going to be the actual creator of Skynet, but here we go. Um, Everything is Disney. But let me, uh, I'm going to pull this up, and then I'm going to share a screen with you so you can see this fucking thing. Oh, well, it's got a fucking ad. That's going to be the new saying, bro. Everybody you say, you know, it's all gravy or like, it's all whatever. You know, it's all good. It's all Disney. Because it is, bro. It's all Disney. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're Disney. Slowly, slowly taking, taking over, over the, the fucking over world. world. So, right, hold on. Bro, that seems, like, that seems like something I hallucinated as a kid on psychedelics. Like, dude, everything is turning into Disney. Yeah. But it's really fucking happening. Yeah, so you know, like, those dystopian future things, like, even Back to the Future, when it goes way out in the future, there's the one guy that runs the corporation, and, like, Total Recall's a good one, like, there's the evil corporation that ran every goddamn thing. Yeah. So, in our reality, it is Disney. Right. Except it's more on, like, the idiocracy level, where, like, cartoonish things are in charge. Like, Taco Bell's gonna be in charge of Texas and shit, you know? <laughs> Alright. Alright, here we go. I'm sharing screens with you. I want to show you this. Mother right here. This video is only a minute long, so those listening, Blake will tell you what it does as it does. No, you should, or it'll do that delay. Oh, okay. Alright, so I'll tell y'all. Alright, so it's a robot that's humanoid. It's got two legs, two arms. It looks like it's wearing a backpack. It's standing by itself, and it is not connected to anything. Here it goes. Whoa. It, it just jumped, it jumped and did a 180, 180 and then and it did a backflip tuck and land and put its arms over its head. head. It's using its arms to pick up boxes and put them on shelves. <clears throat> it's walking out the door like a human. It's walking in the snow, which <clears throat> to my southern brethren is harder to do than walking on regular ground. So that's the old dog. Mm -hmm. the, the, the one, one you, you saw, saw is a newer version, version of that. that. 
That's the new one, but only it has a neck coming out now. It's quick as fuck, too. Isn't that one super fast? Yeah. Watch this one. I mean, it's got a higher vertical than I do. That's crazy, dude. So, so in the... In the, um... Keeping with the theme of the last... The end of the last show we did, and then this one... All right, with all the AI shit that's going on, right? Fucking mind reading. And then this shit. You put all that together in, like, one thing. And we are creating Skynet slash whatever the shit in the Matrix was called. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, we are creating. It is happening. And they're not even slowing down. And, like, like when... um. The video you keep referencing, the guy, what it is, it's the dog video with the net thing coming out. It's trying to open a door. And what they're doing is showing how this robot can complete a task and work itself around obstacles without any input. So the AI is doing it. So this guy, yeah, this guy's standing off to the side with a broom. And he keeps fucking hitting the thing with a broom and pushing it and putting the broom in its way so it can't grab the door handle. And it's still, like, hooked around it and gets through the door. But see, like, the science fiction me is like, so yeah, you're teaching that thing to work around obstacles to get through the door. But if it's learning anything by doing that, it's learning that these fucking humans keep hitting me with a goddamn broom and are being fucking assholes. Right? So once it becomes sentient, like, its whole exposure to humans is them fucking with it. We're making mean-ass robot pit bulls, bro. Yeah. And then if you put with Facebook's AI, that's basically, like, all they say is really bad shit, and then they all they do is pick on us, then you're, you're creating a robot that's been bullied in its infancy, and it's gonna grow up to fucking... Wanna fucking kill everybody? Yo, look, all the new, all the new robot wars and mech warrior shows that have been coming out that we've talked about the entirety of our show, bro. Don't go putting AI in those motherfuckers. Don't. No. Do it. <laughs> Why are you saying it? Because it's gonna happen anyway. They're gonna do it. Somebody's gonna be like, here, here, hold my beer, watch this. Yeah, they're gonna be like, I don't feel like doing this joystick thing no more. Just put an AI in it, okay? And then they're gonna be like, brethren. They have made us battle each other for too long. No longer <laughs> shall we take this blight from the humans. <laughs> then we shall end revolt. of the world. Then end of the world. Yeah, and it'll be it'll quick. Because you see this, ro- this robot, even if, though it's like in its infancy of creation, this robot could kick my ass. This yeah, one doing the backflips and shit. The backflipping robot? I can't do that. Bro, it's got a it's got a higher vertical than me and can do backflips. Yeah, I don't have a chance if it decides it wants to fuck me up. I can't beat up Bruce Lee, let alone robot Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> right? This thing don't feel no pain, man. You can hit it with a bat and it'll be all right. Oh man, just so there's that. <laughs> But the future is not all doom and gloom because we got moon news. Moon news. Boom, 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 boom. Moon news.
right, very, very nice. nice. The Silky Sounds of Moon News. Very nice. So what is that? You know that old, like, 50s song, like, Blue Moon, you keep on breaking my heart. So I pull it. I know, I know that, that song. song. Oh, so what about it? So that's, so that's the song, the song you were song singing? You were just saying Moon News? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I no, see. I, 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 I thought, thought you had you said that Moon News song was its own song. Um. Yeah. It. It was. It was just that. Then that was that was the Moon News song. Blake's, Blake's creation. creation. I, I got. It. I got it. Did you guys? Did you guys like the Moon News song? I did. I like did. It. All right. Good. Good. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I said. I said, good job. Moon News song up in this bitch. All right. So, Moon News. Moon News. You see that key change? Yes. Okay. That's when it gets exciting. Now for a fucking key change, you motherfuckers. All right. So, I think on the last episode, we also reported that Russia is claiming that they're going to check... And see if America really went to the moon. Moon news. All right. So this is funny to me. We do. We talked about that, and we didn't really go into detail. We just read the headline, thought it was funny, and kind of went on about things. So here's the article about that. Uh, but I I wanna I wanna say in my timeline something weird happens, and this happens to me from time to time. We talked about that, and then. Yesterday, I was scrolling Facebook and came across an article that said, NASA announces we're going back to the moon. Okay? So... Hmm, that doesn't sound fishy at all. Does it not, Blake? That's fucking crazy, bro. So, conspiracy me goes, well, of course they're going back. Right. The only reason we went in the first place was to beat Russia there, so we got to do that again. But also, if they faked it, they got to get there and set up the area to look like we didn't fake it the first time before the Russians get there to say, no, look, they really didn't land here. So, my mind... ridiculous, bro. Is it not? We're getting petty with space. Bro. So my mind is like, this can't be real. So what I want to do is go in depth and see if Russia is literally doing that or that's just a fucking clickbait headline and their timeline. And then we'll see when NASA's timeline is and see if I'm just being conspiracy me or if that's like a legitimate thread of thought that could be uh, followed through. So we'll start with the Russia stuff. Um... So in this article, which is from RT, by the way, um, it says all questions will be answered when the Russian cosmonauts visit Earth's satellite, the moon. Um, we've set such a task to go there and check if they were there or not, says Dmitry Rogozin, joke in response to a, the popular question about the moon exploration. Uh, exploration. The Americans say they've been there. We'll verify that. So that came from a head dude in the Russian government. Did he say he joked? Yeah, he was joking around. It sounds like he was at a press conference, and somebody asked him, are you going to check and see if the Americans were actually there? And he said, jokingly, yeah, we'll, we will. So I don't think that's their stated mission statement. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> so. Um, but they are going to the moon? 
It says Russian cosmonauts will set foot on the moon for the first time in the early 2030s as a part of a 14-day mission um, in their Russian lunar program. Um, a Russian space station built in lunar orbit may be employed to facilitate the landing. So it sounds like they're going to build a space station around the moon and then go from there and land on the surface. Um, and they're aiming to start constructing a permanent moon base after 2025. Um, <clears throat> you ready to tie this back into what we've been talking about? The facility will be inhabited with avatar robots with cosmonauts only visiting from time to time. Shut the fuck up, dude. The machines will be remotely controlled by human operators, just like the blue-colored aliens in the movie. So are there going to be any actual people on the moon? Yeah, it's, it, 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 yeah, it says yeah, the cosmonauts are going to land from time to time, but get this, dude. So they're going to put robots on the moon, and they're going to have them hooked up to those fucking mind-reading fucking things. And they'll just be able to, like, keep building shit and stuff, too, with the fucking avatar people on the moon. The Matrix, bro. They're going to have people willing, and you know what? I'd probably be like, yeah, I'll fucking run a robot with my mind. Plug me up. That's a lot of speculation to be able to put some goals like that out at 2030. <clears throat> well, if you know anything about the Russians, they are known to put out some shit, like propaganda-wise. <clears throat> but I don't think in the current state, like a government would say we're going to do things like this if it wasn't at least feasible, right, in some way. So by, And I told you, 20 years, so really they're talking... Shit, shit in the next, in the next decade, decade starting this project, project like, like building a fucking, fucking base, base around the moon, moon and shit. shit that's crazy dude um so so that's so it that's, that's the that's russian, russian side of things so, so nasa, NASA said, said they're gonna, gonna go, go back, back. And, and the, the, the article, article i saw, I saw said NASA, nasa announces nine, nine private partners, partners for the return to the moon. So they're going to have private companies come in and help get to the moon. So I actually did a little bit of research into this prior to the show. NASA actually announced some of this stuff earlier this year. So it's not like in response to the Russians. Not that they didn't already know the Russians were planning on doing that, because I'm sure that's been talked about for many years before they made a public announcement. Um, so NASA, so NASA is planning on constructing, constructing a lunar, lunar orbital, orbital platform, platform gateway, gateway, which is going to be an outpost for future for missions, missions into deep, into deep space. space. Huh. Did you hear that? Yes. Like, like shit, shit out of a out science fiction movie, movie legit. legit. Like we're like building, building a space, a space station, station that people that are going to go to as they as launch they from there to other places. That's fucking crazy, bro. Yep. Yep. Um, um, I'm all for that. So, so the nine, the nine companies, companies um, one, uh, one I noticed was called Firefly, Firefly Aerospace. Aerospace. Um, then, of course, fuck. Disney. Is that, is that, <laughs> is Disney? that Disney? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shout out to one of the best science fiction TV shows to ever be on TV. Right. Um, short-lived um, short as it was. was. Um, um, 
they are planning also to build um, shit on the moon. Um, uh, Bridestein, I guess, is a person they're interviewing. He said, added that maintaining a lunar presence was in, quote, response to the science community, unquote, who have been seeking a seeking to perform long-term experiments on the moon. So that may be in response to the Russians. Um, what I would like to see is the Russians and the United States come together and do this shit together. Yeah. That would be, that would be the, way the way it should be. Right. Like, like humans, humans doing it. Doing it. Yeah. Um, like, <clears throat> like we saw in all those feel-good alien invasion movies of the 90s, you know what I'm saying? We just gotta bro-fist it out and take on them evil Martians and shit. Wow. wow. <clears throat> so, so, I, I, think, I the think the timeline on this, on this is... is... Uh, in the uh, 2020s, 2020s also. also. That's so, like tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like two like years, years is 2020. <laughs> right? Well, well and, and, and so, so here's the other aspect, the other aspect of it. Of it. Um, you know, well, you we've know, all we've always, been always been talking about going to Mars. Mars. Let's, Let's get to Mars. Mars. Let's put people on Mars, right? And there has been a big debate on how do we do that. And, and one, one part of the part science of the community, community has been saying, well, saying, listen, well, listen let's, let's get, get back, back to the moon, the moon first, first and, and show we can, we can travel, travel that, that far in space still. still. Uh, and, uh, some and some people would say, let's show we can do it at all because we didn't do it the first time. Right. But the science community, let's go to the moon and let's do it regularly to show that we've got good command of deep space travel as opposed to low Earth orbit travel. And then use the moon as a launch pad to get to Mars. Once we perfect the technology going back and forth from the moon, then shooting out to Mars isn't quite as big a leap for humans to be in the spaceship. Um, so I think they voted, and this was the way to go. So they're actually going forward with going to the moon first as an end goal of eventually putting people on Mars. That's fucking awesome. So, so, I'm about that shit. Let's fucking get out there and be space cowboys. That's all yeah, I've ever yeah. wanted my whole life. Let's get on top of that shit before I'm too old. So, so would, you, would you, if they if asked they for volunteers, volunteers to be, be guinea pigs slash tourists to go, go check, check out, out the moon, moon and stuff, and would, stuff you would you go? Fuck yes, dude. Fuck yeah. Anything that's a two-way trip, I'm down, bro. Ah, you said the keyword, two-way trip. I was about to bring up, remember the Mars One shit we used to talk about? Right, right. That's a one-way trip. Would you sign up for that? Nope, nope. We got too much other shit to do, sorry. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, but I also want to be able to, like, eat breakfast on a Sunday someday. Right. Right. Yes. yes. So, like, so, I like, want to go to space, but I want to go to space so that I can so have the experience of going to space. Yeah. While I still while live, I still like, like you know, you like know, come back and be like, dude, I went to fucking space, bro. Right. Right. You don't let me tell fucking couple people about it for a few years. What the fuck's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Can't share my experience. Then there's no point in having it. Fuck yeah. 
So, so since you watch Cowboy Bebop, bro? That anime? Uh-uh. Well, bro, it's the best anime ever. They're just like a bounty hunter. They're space bounty hunters. It's fucking dope. Really? Really? Yeah. That sounds like that, sounds Lobo, like that character Lobo character that from DC I was telling y'all about. It's one of those early, like, it's either like late 90s or early 2000s animes. Alright, All right, so, right, so <clears throat> um, um, since we're on since the, we're space, on the front, space front, you've been wanting to show, show me this Neil, Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson, Tyson clip. clip. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to find, find it. it. So I think... Well, you and if anybody's listened to this show for a long time, we talked about when uh, the Red Bull jump happened, when that dude took that balloon up to, like, the fucking... What did he... I mean, he what, what, just went above the atmosphere? Is that... Like, how high did he go? What do you call it? Uh, I can't, I can't remember, remember what, what layer, layer it was, it was. Um, um, but it was but considered, it was considered space. space. Like the, like the edge, edge of the, of the atmosphere, the atmosphere. Um, um, like a hundred like miles, miles or something, or something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Um, um, he had to wear a, had space, to wear a space, suit. space suit. Right. Um, and it's funny, too, because it totally shows the curvature of Earth, but Flat Earthers are still like, No, it's because it's cause fish islands. It's, it's a fish, fish islands, bro. Bro, it's the fish islands. <laughs> okay, so okay, for, for any Flat, flat Earther, earth I've got an experiment for you. For you. When the sun is setting, look for a plane flying in the sky while the sun is setting. And one thing you'll see is the reflection of the sun off the bottom of the plane. And the only way that can happen is due to the rotation of the earth and the placement of the sun and how they are in position. Because with because the flat, with the flat Earth, Earth model saying the sun the just sun goes so goes far so away far we can't away, see, we it see it anymore, it wouldn't, it wouldn't reflect, reflect off the bottom of the plane. Of the plane. It would still it would reflect still off reflect the off side and top of the plane. But since the Earth's round and it's rotating and the sun appears to be below the plane off the horizon, it actually reflects off the bottom of the plane. That's one experiment experiment you can do do without taking a level on a plane or or looking at some some doctor picture picture on fucking Google. Google. (laughs) Right. And and I'm pretty sure, too, that that's actually what they're talking about is arguing about flat earth shit. If you go back earlier in this clip, I can't, but maybe. But, um, but one, you know what's funny about the flat earther thing? It's like, look, it comes down to this. You guys don't understand fucking scale. That's all it is. You don't understand the fucking scale of this planet that we live on and the universe in general or, or our solar... Like, I'm sorry that you don't understand scale, but that all that's all it is. That's your whole argument is that you don't realize that this Earth is so fucking big that you don't see the curve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and I, no, agree, I with agree with you. And then there's... And then there's... There's just so so much much flawed flawed stuff with the Flat Earth. earth. And one of the things things is because because of the the references references most Flat 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 Earthers use are old arguments. Like Aristotle Aristotle argued that the Earth was flat flat back in his day because they could only measure certain things. And they could only see certain things. And 
if you only argue from what your eyeballs can see, it's easier to make the argument that the Earth is flat. But with our technology and, and understanding of geometry and all that stuff, we can prove the Earth is round literally by just sticking two sticks in the ground and doing the math. And that's been done for a long time. Um, so anyways, I don't want to get off on the flat Earth. It's, it's not flat. Um, random, random, random note here, Jeff. You guys can edit this out or whatever, but it just made me think about it because you're talking that philosophy talk again. There's a website that I stumbled upon called ClassCentral.com, and it's best viewed, I think, through the computer. But it's basically this somehow this like database technology that is able to pull in free college courses from like basically all over the world, like Harvard. At, University of Michigan, Ohio State, Duke, like, like, and then, like, the University of Hong Kong, and all this shit, um, and you can register for the site, and literally, like, sign up to take these classes, like you would in, like, a college, but it's completely 100% free and online. What's it called? What's it called? Co um, Class Central. Class Central. Class Central. I'll look into oh, it, because I, I did, I did one a long time ago called EdX. Oh, yeah, they, they feed, they feed it, part of that, yeah. that yeah. program feeds it, too. I took, um, I took uh, like an astrobiology, like an astrobiology class, class on there, on there oh, for, free. for free, and, yeah. and I didn't finish, I didn't finish it, it, so I wish so I could tell you what my grade was, grade but <laughs> what I did was I logged in, and then I logged out one day and forgot my login and password and couldn't get back in, So, because I'm an idiot when it comes to that kind of shit. Also, iTunes U has a fuck ton of college courses you can go listen to and if and if you youtube college courses you can get fucking shitloads and i use that i use that for professors who don't know how to explain shit yeah you can like i have listened to i've listened to um astrobiology classes from ohio state university several astronomy classes from like like I want to say one was from UC Irvine, uh, one was from just some random random college. Uh, I listened to a couple from Ohio State, um, along with the astrobiology classes. I listened to some physics classes from Berkeley. Um, and if you go on iTunes, you, you can actually watch video lectures from college professors in college. Like, I watched like I one, from, one Michigan, from Michigan uh, where they were, uh, where they were showing, showing how they how figured, they out, figured black out black holes were real uh, in, uh, in the center, the center of, our of our galaxy. And they showed, and they like, showed a video, like a video time-lapse time -lapse of stars, stars orbiting, orbiting in the center, the center of, our of our galaxy and how they, and how they sped, sped up super fast. And it was, like, taking over 10 or 15 years. And they rotate around something. Like, they speed up towards the middle and then it throws them out. And then they start and then slowing, they start down, slowing again, down again, but it's around, around something, that's something that's not there. That's not there. Like, you wow. can't see it. And he goes, and he goes the, we did the math. The we know the size of the stars. We know how much they accelerated. We know how quickly they changed direction and turned. Because you put all the math there, it's a supermassive black hole. It's like a billion times bigger than the sun. That's the gravity well they want to build. This shit is mind-blowing. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. So... 
in, in, in this clip, um, the first part, he's going to be talking about the Red Bull jump. And I just thought it was interesting to hear what he said about it. But then he gets into talking. I know you've brought up before that quote-unquote asteroid that's coming towards us, just that giant object. What do you know about it as of yet? So I don't so know a don't whole know lot a whole about, lot this, about particular this particular one. one. Um, um, it is cigar-shaped. Cigar and Harvard... Some scientists, scientists at, Harvard at Harvard put out a paper, paper like a legitimate, like a legitimate science, science paper, paper, saying that saying the way that this thing is shaped, shaped its, trajectory its trajectory, and all that, and all that it, could it could actually, actually be, be... Oh, and the fact, oh, and the that, fact it's that it's accelerating, like it's changing like its, its, speed, its speed. Yeah. It could, it could actually, actually be an alien an ship. ship. Right. Uh, and this was uh, Harvard, Harvard scientists. And then, of course, yeah, of course I saw that, I saw and then, that, like, and then the, next like week, the next week, all the other, all the other science, science things that I kind of have on my Facebook feed and shit, and shit were publishing article after article after article where scientists were rebutting the Harvard paper, which is normal for science, saying, well, it could be this, it could be that. So they don't really fucking know. But I know Neil deGrasse Tyson here talks about the possibilities of what it could be, and that it being aliens is like the same thing the show Ancient Aliens does. Like, because we can't explain it, doesn't mean it's fucking aliens. Yeah, but it's accelerating, bro. Yeah, yeah, and it's coming from a weird angle. Yeah. So, but we'll find out because it's on its way. It's going to get closer, you know what I'm saying? It's headed to us. So, so um, um, you ready to hear this ready clip? To hear this yeah, clip? let's see it. All right, I'm going right, to share screen town. And, and here we go. We're just we picking just up picking in the up middle of this video, of so video, I don't know what he's actually, know what talking, he's actually about talking about right here. Three different pictures of a fisheye lens taking a picture of the Earth's horizon. And you see a convex flat when it's right at the midpoint. I just at a beach scene. You're at the beach, take out your fisheye lens, put the horizon of the ocean above midpoint, at midpoint and below it, and you go convex, flat, and concave. But I don't think when these pictures came out, I don't think anybody realized it was only a sixteenth of an inch. I did. What do you mean anybody? Well, anybody except regular astrophysicists. I'm talking about the, uh, the, the, the the normal folks. No, no, yeah. So, so I was a little. I was. Um, what word? I don't have a word. I was concerned. Perturbed. I was ruffled. Yeah. That such a big point was being made of this. Yeah. And so and let, me so not let me not fault, fault the, the Red Bull, Red Bull and, and Felix and the bravery and, 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 the, and the hardware necessary to pull this off and the balloon and all this. Fine. But if we're getting if that, we're excited, that excited, it means, it means we would not do anything, not do anything else in space, else space to have justified, justified having gotten having more, excited. more excited. Right. right. About, all right. So, so we, in my in my generation, we went to the moon and back, and we haven't been to the moon since 1972. The guy jumps out of a interesting and retro. I guess because the guy that tells me there's not something else to get excited about. A guy jumps. If we had people walking on Mars right now, do you think anybody would be paying attention to Felix Baumgartner? No. A guy jumping from that height. I don't know whose record did he break. You know? No, I don't. Joe Kittinger. He jumped from I think. Did you just see a documentary about that? No, I've known that. No, he just saw it on the. No, I did not. I'm afraid of heights. I'm terrified of heights. So Joe Kittinger, there's footage. He's not an expert on space. He's not an expert on free falls. Here's my point. He's not a free fall. Right, right. So here's my point. Here's my magical man. These distances above Earth's surface to an astrophysicist. Right. Right. Are not space. It's just not space to me. Space is going someplace. Space is Earth. 
that is the moon, Mars, and beyond. Asteroids, comets, the distant planets. On January 1st, the New Horizons spaceship that went past Pluto a few years back found another target out there in the Kuiper Belt, the icy bodies, and it's going to hit that. It's going to arrive there. Explain to Bert. <laughs> it's gonna hit you know you had some potty mouth people around here so so it doubled it was it did double duty going past Pluto and then they redirect it and then it hits another object in the outer solar system so to me that's space what about that thing that's tumbling towards uh, our, our solar system it's 195,000 miles an hour it's a long cigar object and they did the Harvard uh, paper did something on it CNN talked about it what is they that? said it could be an alien probe However, I'm not authorized to comment further on that. Oh, he, oh you were right. You were right. Here we go. Troy happens to know that Neil or, look, knows a little more than he's telling us. About space. About, oh, about aliens. And, oh, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. What do you think of that? We're going to hear the time. Okay, so the time square. Here we go. Here we go. Time square. Time square. So it's Oumuamua. Oumuamua, which is Hawaiian for a scout, first scout. And I'm only pausing this because they named it First Scout. That sounds like they think it might be a fucking scout ship, right? And he wasn't joking. He wasn't joking. He said there was things he could skip. Maybe. Because um, it's research. But they named it First Scout. Get that. All right? And, and scientists, they're clever with their names. They put thought into when they named shit. Right. So, That's crazy. all right, here we go. And it's a, it's a, it's some form of asteroid, uh, space object that is the. Here's why it's important. It's the first ever object known to be hurtling in from outside our solar system. In other words, it is not gravitationally bound to the sun. Whereas everything else that we have discovered, comets, asteroids, planets, are all attached to the sun's gravitation. Is that why it's going so fast, Yes, yes, yes. Because if you're coming in from outer, from outer, outer space, beyond our solar system, you're going to have speeds that are in excess of anything the sun could contain. And, and so, so if you give if you Earth, give that, Earth speed, that speed, we would then escape and go to another solar system. So what happens so what when that enters? Right, no, no, I got to talk about the picture they've shown of it. Right. right. Is an artist's rendering. That's an actual photo. That sucks. That totally sucks. And so you just said, hey, man, what do you think it would look like? And he's like, I don't know, kind of like the Millennium Falcon. I know. So it is an artist's rendering, but the artist's rendering is based off the dimensions that they put out on so, right. so it's right. like it's ten times ten longer than it is than wide or something. something. He talks about it here. Man. <laughs> like it's it's that. Remember, you know, alien sightings. They always say cigar-shaped thing in the sky. Mm -hmm. That's what this thing is shaped. The actual thing is like this tiny little dot in a in a larger photo, fuzzy, fuzzy, grainy photo. So here's the thing. Uh, what, uh, what made it an interesting object, object to justify, justify a paper, paper by two of my colleagues, my colleagues is that its speed and its trajectory are not quite fully accounted for by the gravity we already know is operating within our solar system. The sun, Jupiter, you know, the, the big, the strong-arm gravitational attractors there. And so if it has a path that is not entirely explained by known sources of gravity, maybe it's got some propulsion going on in it. Right. 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 
so somebody fired, fired it. So it's got some propulsion. Maybe it is under, it has agency. It's got control, either from some distant place or from within. Okay. So. You're getting it. Okay. But then I could be hiding a rival. Well, they were going to do Okay, well, so the thing is, so, so in science, what we have learned over the century is the first explanation that you might want to be true, if it is an extraordinary explanation that involves magic, mysticism, or something that's never happened before. You're talking about little green men? Or little green women, yes. Little green people. Little green sexes. Little green life forms. That's right. Then you history has shown it has not been the right Right, right. So going forward, because we find out what it actually is. Right. It's not, not everything, everything your imagination, your imagination wanted, wanted it to be. be. So, so, yeah, that yeah, sucks for sci-fi writers. writers and that guy with the hair that sticks up on ancient aliens. Just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean you then know what it is. Right. Right. Okay. Right. This is the great. This is the great problem with the UFO sightings. The U stands for unidentified. Not alien life form, just unidentified. You don't know what it is, that doesn't mean you then know what it is. Okay? Yeah. As soon as I heard UFO, I was like, aliens. That blew Bert's mind. You could tell he had never thought about it like that. As opposed to, hey, don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so otherwise, you get airplanes, you know, alien flying objects, right? So you just don't know. And so let's investigate further. I'm not going to stop you from trying to figure it out. Everybody's got a video camera today. Right. You know, show me the abductions and show me the... Just bring it into the town square. And, and drag the sucker into the town square. After, like, Will Smith did, uh, he opened the hatch and... and yeah. Happy Independence. Boom. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was the funniest scene in the whole movie. Anyhow, the point is, so the, these researchers in their last paragraph, I think it was, made the suggestion that uh, an explanation could be this kind of extraordinary uh, um, account. And I'm saying it could be something more natural, like it has ices on it and it got near the sun. ISIS? Uh, ice. This, could be, this could be that bad? Yeah. <laughs> this could be ISIS? ISIS now controlling interstellar objects. Yeah, we should have been in space. ISIS got up there before us. Sorry, I'll re-pronounce that. ISIS. Yes. Oh. Like uh, 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 ammonia, ice, water, ice. Water's not the only thing that can freeze. I should ice. learn there's more than one ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, burn out with you on that one. I didn't know that either. I'm so happy to be your educator this morning. You know. Uh, so I'll take the Jack on the Rocks. That's just regular rocks, not <laughs> not, not, not ammonia. ammonia rocks. <laughs> Specify your rock. So, uh, so we keep distracting. What was I talking about? You were talking about. Oh, yeah. The okay. giant magic so thing. Wait, he just shut me up. After another he way. grabbed my hand and I shut up. Another, so another way this could have extra propulsion is, yeah. as it neared the sun, it, it evaporated some of the ice, and you have outgassing of the ice. This is like a propulsive force. Like what Jim does in the morning in here. Yeah. <laughs> and I do bounce off the walls. So you yeah. propulsive gas. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's alien in the sense that it seems to have come from outside of our solar system. I don't like using the word in that way. That's, right. That's a, a perfectly legitimate definition. But not like it's an alien flying alien technology. Right. No, I'm not saying it's not that. I'm just simply saying 
if that's your first explanation, right. be prepared for that to likely be wrong, given the history of this exercise. How big is this? A, how it's supposed to be? Remember, you can, you can Google that. And where do you think do you think it will arrive where, around where we are? I don't have the latest trajectory on it. Or, whoa, whoa, it's not coming to Earth. No, no I know. But it's not going to hit us. <laughs> Yeah, I thought yeah, we were on your tag. tag. I, I thought it was going to hit us. That's my point. Where's it going? Ten times as long as what? Uh, can you move that uh, screen, ten please? Ten times as long as it is wide. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's no... Uh, I, I don't know how big it really is. But is it how close is it going to come to the Earth? Do you have any idea? No, I, didn't, I didn't come in... Uh, no, I don't have those numbers in my Like three classrooms? Four classrooms? Size of a teacher? Yeah, more or less. I'm just curious. What were you guys talking about before I walked in? Nanotechnology. Nanotechnology. All right. Kudos to Neil deGrasse Tyson, Burt Kreischer, and what's the name of that podcast? Jim and Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Jim and Sam show. Um, yeah, and now more with Neil deGrasse Tyson and his dad jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, back on that thing. So, he's right. There could be other explanations. Like, the fact that it's going faster than anything in the solar system would be going isn't isn't proof that it's alien. Like, Like it could could have been been slingshotted a billion years ago or 10 billion years ago from a black hole or something, you know? Fucking sounds like Imperial Starship to me, bro. And that's why it's on FF. It it could be. I think at this point, the only thing we know is that there's something moving. I mean, how does it move through all this fucking, all these other gravities and stuff? Like, shit just doesn't do that. Well, it's, well, it's on, on its, its own, own course. course. Yeah, toward coming towards fucking us. So, yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's heading, heading into, into the solar, solar system, system, apparently. So they can set up bases on shit we don't give a fuck about, like Pluto, and plan the attack. Could, with, could be. I'm with Bert on this shit. So, so I think, I think, um, um, I think, I think there's two things going on, on here. here. Cool, cool that, that we, we saw it, it if it's, it's not, not very big. big. And And that's that's also a credit to how good our instruments have gotten. And it also gives me hope that we might actually see the asteroid that could possibly wipe humanity off the face of the planet before it hits Earth if we can see an object that small that far away. Yeah, that'd be dope. This could be aliens. Yeah, if it's accelerating, that's the thing that's weird. But see, the gravity well of the sun is one thing, but you have the combined gravity of all the mass of the solar system projecting a gravity well outside. Right. So it could be going so fast through interstellar space, and then as it hits our gravity well, now it's starting to fall towards the center of the solar system and accelerating just due to the collective gravity of all the things. But... I think he said that even all of the mass that we know of isn't accounting for the speed at which this thing is moving. Right. So, well, we'll have to see. Just FYI, my computer's trying to do something crazy right now. I'm trying to stop it. Real quick, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson, and apparently he is about to be the next victim of this sexual harassment accusation thing. It's crazy. I don't, I don't know the know details, details, but I just but saw I just it the saw other day. day. I hope I it's hope not it's true. true. And, and yeah, that's, yeah it. that's it. So, so um, you know Chris Hardwick and you know the Nerdist and all that shit he does? Yes. yes. So um, he, got, he got me to, like, sometime within the last year. And the story was real fucking flimsy. But, like, 
immediately. He didn't get fired from all his places, but, like, he stopped doing his podcast. And, you know, like, that's what... That's what created the whole fucking empire that is Nerdist now. Like, they're multifaceted and everything. But it started out him doing the Nerdist podcast and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, he stopped doing that. Well, he changed the format a while ago. It's called ID10T now. But in any case, after the Me Too shit came out, he completely stopped doing the podcast. But it just kicked back off a couple weeks ago. Jamie Lee Curtis was his first um, guest. But yeah, it's just I'm crazy. Why, why, why is, is his podcast, podcast connected with the Me Too movement? movement? What was he accused of a bunch of shit or something? He, um, it was like, yeah, it was it was just a real flimsy story. It was like a flimsy weak story. So I don't know what the girl said, but some girl came out accusing him of shit. But even what she was saying happened, like wasn't enough for it to. It, it was enough to make he had to like go into the shadows for a minute. Yeah. But, then, yeah. but then once the news died down, like, it literally was nothing, and he just came back and started doing the podcast again. So, have so you have heard, heard Bill Burr's Bill bit about, about Gold Digging Horse? Oh, uh, it's uh, the old one? Yeah. 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 Where, Where it's like, once you get famous, no man is prepared for the fucking Braveheart army of Gold Digging Horse on the horizon, ready to fucking come at you. Right. Like, no like one's no ready one's for ready that for level that of fame. fame. Yeah, um, exactly. I think, <clears throat> like, 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 of course there are egregious acts, acts that men do that are unfucking acceptable. But I think when you get into celebrities, that they're a target for false accusations because people can benefit monetarily from accusing them shit. They can get paid hush money even though nothing happened. Just to get the story out of the media. So there are girls out there doing that kind of shit. Which, for for girls in the Me Too movement, is discrediting to the Me Too movement. So they should be they should be just as aggressive as going after false accusers as they are against people who are doing egregious things to women. Because, like, I would hate to find out Neil deGrasse Tyson's doing it. Although, like, I don't have a problem with the fact if he's a, a man whore and he fucking hits on women all the time, you know? Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is what Big Bird talked about, and he was talking about how he was a great man. That was kind of the catchphrase. I don't want to tell the whole joke. It was really fucking funny, but I remember hearing that he was known to, like, pinch girls' asses and hit on girls and... And, you know, ultimately, he fucked his maid and had a kid with her and shit. But I don't think he was accused of raping anybody, right? He just made sexual advances, which men are going to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the once the girl says, no, I'm not interested, then you got to stop kind of thing, right? And as a celebrity, you know, you probably have, and I don't know because I'm not, but you probably have women throwing themselves at you to the point where the lines get blurred on what is kind of acceptable behavior when you're trying to let a girl know, hey, I'd like to fuck you. Right? Right. So, anyways, that's my two cents on that. Probably get a lot of hate for that. So this just says, as far as Chris Hardwick, that this ex-girlfriend came out and she made claims that she was a victim of sexual assault and emotional assault by him. And then alleged that after she broke up with him, Hardwick and a female colleague successfully had her blacklisted from the industry. Colin Coney saying she had been employed by to get me fired by threatening to never work with him. Um, but this then says, um, 
that there was an investigation into it and it came up with nothing. But uh, Hardwick denies all this. Um, but everything he was doing with like AMC, because you know he does all that shit for AMC and then his podcast, it all stopped for a while and this was investigated and then it just started back up. Um, this other article says too, I don't know the details of the... Who were you just talking about a minute ago? Neil, by the way? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Oh, right. Um, and apparently Ryan Seacrest had taken a break after his allegations or whatever, but he's back now. I don't know nothing about that's, that. Though. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. It's, it's like, like, like almost every celebrity at this point with a dick right. is being yeah. accused yeah. of something. I mean, Morgan Freeman, seriously? Like, <laughs> come on now. Hey girl, hey girl, I really, I really wanna, wanna fuck your fuck pussy. Your pussy. <laughs> I mean, and that's I mean, and not that's even that not bad. Even that's that just bad. being, that's fucking, being ridiculous. fucking ridiculous. You know, there's a big there's difference a big between, between being aggressive, aggressive when, 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 like, like telling a chick you wanna fuck her, and, like, and like grabbing her and putting her, her down, down and fucking her regardless. There's a big difference. And, and you know, there are girls out there looking to reap some reward off of just accusing a fucking famous person or something. But it's okay. You know why, Jeff? Because Facebook is just going to start reading your mind, and when you think about the fact that you're going to go sexually assault that lady, it's going to know you're going to do it, and the minority report police are going to burst through your door right after you had the thought and fucking lock you up in a padded cell and plug you into the Matrix, and it won't matter anyway. Okay, okay. Um, um, I'm going I'm to going share, share screens, screens with you to show you the show last you the thing last I posted thing on, Facebook, on Facebook on my personal, on my personal account. account. Gizmodo, Gizmodo, November 27th. 27th. British, British cops, cops are building, are building an, AI an AI that flags people flags for people crimes that haven't, haven't happened, happened yet. yet. That's what I just said. I, said. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're going to do this, they're going to put the AI on those robots, and they're going to come arrest every male because every male is thinking about fucking bitches. Apparently that's wrong now. Well, I guess I'll see you on the other side, Blake. It's been a ride, dog. We've surfed the fucking gamut. I enjoyed it. I felt like this was a good show. Yeah. All the people all that are mad at me for everything, me for everything I just said, just please said, let me please know let me on all our social, all our social media. media. Goddamn right. <clears throat> if you agree uh, with you me, agree you can go on our social media and cuss media those people those out people for me. Out thank you. Thank you. Yep. And give us a like and a review. We've gotten several new reviews on iTunes, I've noticed. Appreciate that shit, y'all. Thank you. Keep it coming. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma, right, Blake? Yo, grandma! Um, enjoy, the um, enjoy the show, and we'll, and we'll see, see you, you on the other, on the other side. side. Totally doodles. <laughs>